Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Thing Nuts podcast. This is season four, episode nine, and if you counted all of them, it's 159 episodes, people. That's a lot. I'm Craig, and I'm Cinch. Cinch is here. Britt is not here, as you notice. Uh, Britt actually has one of the many, many drafts he's in. Uh, he's going to be drafting tonight, so he is prepping for that. So it is just Cinch and I. I invited Sean. It was an open invite for Sean, and he declined it. So, you know, whatever. That's okay. His loss. That's right. Damn it. Cinch, how are you? How have you been? Things, things are great. Things are good? Good. I'm good. just so happy to be here. Thanks. I am glad you are here, or I'd be talking to myself. Which... I, I want to help out any way I can. Thank you. We We appreciate that, and I appreciate that. But first, as always... Bush. What are you drinking, timing? sir? <laughs> <laughs> I have an Oktoberfest from, who is it? Handcrafted? Oh, from Back East Brewery. Okay. So this is the first one I'm having from them. I'm drinking. All right. And you've never had it before? No. All right. What is your first impression? It's good, not great. Okay. It's good. Tastes right. like beer, but it doesn't like have uh, doesn't have that kind of strong, full taste. Kind of tastes more like a really light beer, okay. like a light light beer, like like Miller Lite light. Yes. Wow, that's so, uh, that's light. It's uh, I you know, I I I don't want to be harsh. I wouldn't recommend it. It's not bad. All right. You know, there's there's so much beer these days. That you know you can't like all of them, but there's always a beer someone will like, so that's okay. Like it's like I said, doesn't taste bad, just kind of light. All right. Would you make? So what do you have? So today, as you as folks may know, and this may be a shock to people because the last time I checked, it was like April fifth. Um, it's September. It's actually September second. So it is officially for Craig, pumpkin season, because a month. Now, see, Britt always made fun of me because I said, you know, pumpkin needs to be in a month that's ER. So I loosened it a little bit. I said months with an R in it. Okay. So still to me, <laughs> August, too early for pumpkin stuff. But now it is September. So I have the first pumpkin beer I am having. Uh, this is by Smutty Nose. This is just called Pumpkin <laughs> Ale. What a great name. <laughs> yeah, and their uh logo is a seal. Like a like a not 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 seal the singer, seal the uh like the animal. Okay. Bush. So we're gonna pour this in the glass. Now, I also bought because of Cinch, I went to the liquor store today and I sent the group, you know, pictures of the beer I saw, and there was a case of pumpkin beer. And he was like, You should buy that. And I did. <laughs> those <laughs> those beers, um, I'll probably have them next week, probably. They're in the fridge cooling because, you know, it was in a box and warm. So, all right, so let's give this a taste. This is very ale. It's brown, so it's definitely pumpkin. It definitely smells like a pumpkin beer, so let's give it a whirl. You know, it's funny. I love pumpkin beer, and I don't like pumpkin anything. Pumpkin spice coffee or pie really? or anything. No. I don't like any of it, but pumpkin beer to me tastes really good. 
Huh. So that is that is interesting because the flavors in pumpkin beer are usually the same, like in pie. Well, it's not that I like can't eat it. Like Brussels sprouts, I just can't eat it. Right. It's just forget it. I can't. Right. But I mean, you know, it's just not for me. That's, the beer that's is. Okay. The beer is good. This is actually, it's really smooth. Uh, it's it's light. It is not heavy at all. So it's not like a porter or imperial pumpkin ale. And you definitely get the aftertaste of those like fall pumpkin spices like cinnamon and nutmeg. Uh, mm. it's, it's actually really good. And a quick thing about nutmeg, folks. Uh, I use nutmeg a lot when I cook or actually in oatmeal a lot. Uh, the thing about nutmeg is you have to be very careful with how much you use because it's insanely strong spice. Like, insanely strong. Like, one morning I was too tired making oatmeal, so I put in some ginger. I put in what I think is cinnamon, and I like cinnamon, so I tend to use a lot of it. And then I put in what I thought was nutmeg. Now, in my tiredness and the fact that I had them together, and for some stupid reason, both of them use brown labels. <laughs> I can't I, wait to hear what you put in. I reversed how much I actually used of the cinnamon and nutmeg, and wow, I think I saw the future when I took like one <laughs> half a spoonful and had to throw it away and start over. It's that strong. <laughs> yeah. And fun Connecticut fact... Uh, Connecticut is, uh, they're called the nutmeggers. There you go. There's your... Yep, nutmeg state. That's right. That's because, uh, we are apparently, uh, come from a background of pirating and, uh, swindlers. So people would actually sell, you know, nutmeg would come in barrels on ships and they would actually fill only half of it with nutmeg and the rest would be like, you know, stones. So, Yeah. <laughs> See, and you didn't think you would learn anything on That's this right. podcast. You're I, wrong. Quick, really, other quick aside, because this is kind of going to be like a free for all kind of episode. Kind of, there's there, we have topics planned, but there's you know nothing set in stone. But anyway, um, I'm filled with useless information. I've originally thought about starting like a 10 minute podcast with just the most random useless information you can ever have. So yeah. <laughs> um. So I think we should start with our next thing. I think we should do, if you're up for it, we can do one burning hot take question each. <laughs> or we can just get right into topics. How do yeah, you feel? Yeah, no, let's, let's continue with the tradition. We'll do the burning hot take. Okay. Uh, you go ahead and ask me something while I think of something to ask you. Perfect. This actually has nothing to do with football again. My burning hot take is, so everyone's been in quarantine, right, since March. Okay. Okay. Most people have been home or working from home, school from home. But for the most part, people have been home. Okay. Then there's like my friend Cinch here who his job, he cannot be at home. He has been working this entire time. Bless his little heart. And boy, am I tired. Exactly. And I went out today and I realized something like, since you've been out there, I just want to ask you since March, do you think people forgot how to drive? Because, dear <laughs> God, I think I almost got into two accidents today and was almost run over in a parking lot. Like, have you noticed it being worse for people driving lately? Yeah, you know what? This is my reason why. Okay. Less less cars on the road. 
Mm-hmm. So now everybody's got to go faster mm-hmm. because they're used to it taking an hour and a half. If they go faster, they could do this and be done in an hour. Right. That's why I think everyone's nuts. Okay. That's, that is a perfectly fair assessment from someone who's been out this entire time. All right. And I know because I've been trying to hurry up and get places where it would normally take me longer. So if you were the one I passed, I'm sorry. That's fair. At least you at least you had something important to do. So uh, the, the girl wouldn't say it was important. The girl that almost ran me over today in the Panera parking lot, I don't think she was had anywhere important to be because she was going into the drive thru. So <laughs> She was sick, she needed her soup. I, I, they don't serve soup that early. This was like at ten o'clock. What do they serve at Panera if they don't serve soup? Uh, well, they have breakfast till ten thirty. Okay, M- so. moving along. <laughs> 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 We've already spent enough time on nutmeg and Panera. <laughs> moving on. Yes. Okay, here's a burning hot take question for you. Okay. Leonard Fournette mm-hmm. got cut. He's yes. not a Jag. Nope. Assuming that he lands on a team that is either, in your mind, a playoff team or a team that is in contention for the playoffs, mm-hmm. does this change where you would want to draft him as far as fantasy would go? My first impression would be yes, but I would really have to take a look at the team that signed him and their offense. Because mm-hmm. if you... If you now here's the other thing too. Leonard Fournette is very talented, but he does have, you know, a history with ankle issues and other things. So you have to be mindful of that. But if you watch him run, he works a lot better in offenses that, you know, tend to have a lot of movement on the offensive line, like pulling guards so they can open up a bigger area for him to run in. And then once he's past the line, then he's gone. So that's something I'd have to really consider uh wild idea i think which and we'll get into this other player in a minute but if i would be incredibly insanely impressed with how many games the saints would win if they hired hired if they signed well i guess they would be hiring him if they signed fournette and still had kamara that would be insane I don't think they're going to. That, I highly that, doubt that's going to happen. But intriguing. That would be that would be nuts. I think. Uh, it would be interesting. It, I, you, you just got to wonder if he'll buy in to sharing snaps somewhere. That's right. the first thing. Secondly, he's going to be a free agent after this year. So if he wants to make any money, he's wherever he goes, he's got to be a good guy and do what yeah. he's told and. Or, or what happens? What do you think happens to his career if he decides to just not play this season? I think he could still get paid somewhere next year, but again, he's not going to get he he's not getting Le'Veon Bell money. He might have to sign somewhere one year, seven or eight million, and see, see how what you he do. do kind of thing. Yeah, but he's only twenty five or twenty six. He he feels old and broken because he's always hurt. Mm-hmm. But he's young. He's still. I, don't, I wouldn't sign any running back to a long term unless it was like a McCaffrey type. I don't right. think he is that type. But there's nothing wrong with giving him a two or three year deal that's not for big money 
you cut these guys after a year and owe them next to nothing anyway. Right. That's true. Generally, unless you're Frank Gore, like running backs don't tend to have a very long career, you know. Um, but yeah. All right. So now on to our our topics. Uh, we're not doing. We're not going to go over really rankings like we have been. Uh, we're just going to throw out some some ideas like such things as you know who are some sleepers people are looking at who's some people to avoid um but we do have some news about Kamara so apparently he is missing practice not because of his contract uh he is missing practice because he had to get an epidural shot in his back because he's having back issues uh and the other thing came up uh yesterday was that the Saints are actually open to trade offers for him. Now, if this is true about his his back issues, I can certainly see the Saints side of it, of being like, you know, you're ultra-talented, but you do have this nagging back issue, and if you have to get an epidural for a spine disc issue, that's that's not good. I mean, yeah, for normal people, you can get a uh, epidural shot, and most, for, you know, you may be okay. But if your job is a running back in the NFL, and you know you've only been in what three, three years, and now you're getting, you need an epidural shot, that's not good. So that's just something to keep in mind about Kamara if you're planning on drafting him. Is he still gonna? Are the Saints gonna keep him? Yes, more than likely. I don't think they're going to trade him, but it's just something to be mindful of uh, when you're picking. Uh, do you think so? Do you sense do you still think Kamara's going to go in the first round in drafts? Yes. It's tough, though, because where was he going? He was probably going maybe five, right around probably. that. Yeah, right he was going about. There. I've seen him go back and forth, like in between four and six. Like, Well, see, that that's the thing. If you're, say, four. Mm-hmm. And the top three running backs are gone, and you're trying to compare him or Melvin Gordon. That's another guy that last I saw he was holding out because he wanted a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, see, the whole thing with Kamara, I think he's got a back issue, but I think it was more he was holding out because he wanted his contract, he wanted an extension. And I think he was, he went there, he was like sitting in the trainer's room, and that's what he did for three days. And, you know, I, I don't I don't think they were going to trade him. I think that's the team saying to him, if you don't want to play, we'll trade you. And then his people putting it out, well, I was injured, that's why I sat out. Because, you know, they didn't want all the media to go against him now, making him look greedy. So I think he's there. I think he's as healthy as he was going to be. He's fine. He'll play. I wouldn't worry about it. I would draft him where I would draft him. I wouldn't let this affect it. Hmm. <clears throat> That's fair. That is fair. Uh, so let's see. What other news do we have? Oh, uh, one quick thing about DraftKings and Kansas City. So this is from Britt. Uh, to celebrate the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, the, uh, the DraftKings is doing a promotion for the first Chiefs game. Um. <laughs> They're <laughs> wow. They're giving the Chiefs um, 
plus 101 points. So as long as Kansas City doesn't lose by 102 points, you win. <laughs> it's like the old Warner Wolf gag. Remember that? Warner Wolf, the sportscaster. Yep. They they would somebody would win 72 to nothing. And he'd say, if you had the losing team with 73 or with 71, <laughs> you lost. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you now, sure, there's like a 0.037% chance you'd lose that bet because, you know, anything yeah, no. could happen. <laughs> You're anything could happen. It is 2020. So who knows? Kansas yeah. City could forfeit and you would still win that bet. <laughs> That is, that is true. All hey, right, so we gotta we gotta yeah. talk about Sunday swim. Sunday swim, yes. Give give the whole the whole pitch. The whole pitch. This is that's Britt's pitch. I thought you were gonna pitch it. All right, I'll give the the quick pitch. All right, there. Go ahead. So go to SundaySwim.com. You need to register, put in your information. Then you're gonna join a league. You're gonna join the Football Fignuts Podcast League, and there you could compete with us on the air and anyone else who you wish to have join with you. Uh, they've given us a hundred spots, so it'd be nice to get a hundred teams. It's probably unlikely, but there you go. There's the pitch. It's fun. There you go. It's, it's free NFL it's free. gambling that you yep. pick one or two games a week and they give you money and you pretend use that money. money. Yeah. Pretend money. When you run out of the pretend money, you're done. Right. And if you finish the year with pretend money, you're still done. You're not getting anything. No, it's really, it's really just bragging rights. Uh, I know people are a little bit, you know, it's tricky if you've never really say bet on a game with points. It is a little confusing if you don't really kind of like, you know, understand how it works. So this is a great way to learn. If you are always curious, it doesn't cost anything. You know, just have some fun with it. Well, we have a really intelligent listening audience. We do. So that's why that's why it. Deb, hi Deb. Deb oh, should hey, download Deb. the uh swim app and she should bet on football games cuz she's been listening to us for uh, four years. So, let's see how much Deb, she's learned. Deb, if you tried this, I guarantee you would like it. It doesn't you don't have to sit and watch football if you don't want to. No. But if you tried it, and then you just go back a week later and you see that you won or you lost. Mm -hmm. That would be enough that would give you a little chuckle. Yep. Get you through your Monday morning. Yeah. There you go. You know, you can just be like, yeah, a bear could beat up a falcon. I'll take the bears. There. You can just even yeah, use that logic. Pro probably not, though. The falcon <laughs> probably, probably beat up on the bear. Probably not. But I'm just saying you could <laughs> use that logic if you want to. Sure. <laughs> All right, next on our list. Uh, so we're going to talk about some guys who may be sleeper picks. Who are guys after the 10th round that you're like, you know what? I really want that guy because I think he's going to be pretty good. Uh, so, Cinch, who's one guy that you have on your, your list? Okay, I went by position, so I've sure. got a, a couple for each position. Okay. Uh, something to remember when you're drafting. There are players' names that everyone in your league knows the name. Guys like Roethlisberger, well, Big Ben. They might know him as Big Ben. It's all in how you look at things. He's gotten back into shape. He had a couple of surgeries or just one surgery. Right now, his ADP is 127, so that gets you, what, 12th round, right? Uh, yes. 
Okay. Well, I think he's a guy. I try and look at offenses that are going to be, you know, top five, top 10 offense. Mm -hmm. I think Pittsburgh, if you just go back a few years, they have the potential. They have the receiver. They've got a couple of tight ends. They got a couple of good running backs. So I think Big Ben would be a sleeper that you could get in the 12th or 13th round. There are people that are going to say right off the bat, he's too old. He was hurt all of last year. So he might drop there or even later. So who who's someone you have? Uh, so for me, damn it, where did my list go? I'm having I'm having issues with my list today. If, uh, we had issues before we started. Um, so somebody for me, uh, at a running back, with because I think a lot of people are gonna overlook him because of the issues that the Rams have had, uh, especially last year. Is so for me, if I'm looking for like. You know that backup running back, the third running back of my team. I'm come. I might look at Daryl Henderson. You know, I mean, I know they have Cam Akers, uh, but here's the thing: he's a rookie. I don't know how he's going to be in. You know, here's here's the thing about rookies: you have to remember because we did have a we so because of Cinch, we started a dynasty league, right? And one team drafted pretty much all rookies. <laughs> pretty much all rookies. Now that's great because it's a dynasty league. Because you know some of them might be good, but we have no idea how rookies are actually going to be in the NFL. They're probably gonna—I mean, they're probably going to be good, but maybe they won't be. I don't know. So that's my thing about you know if you know people saying Cam Akers is going to take his place, but I think Daryl Henderson is going to be a a good sleeper pick this year. The only concern I would have with him is everything you're reading is it's going to be a committee with three guys. The good thing about that is if you pick the right guy right, and there's an injury somewhere else, now all of a sudden it's not a committee anymore. But he, he's a good one. I might take him before you. <laughs> I, I got another quarterback to throw Sure, sure. You're going to like him. His okay. name is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. He's... His ADP is 131, so they're... <sighs> projecting him to be a 13th round pick I feel you like can that's take so him. late you can take him and he doesn't have to be your starter because the way quarterbacks are you could take him 13 and you could probably get cousins or garoppolo or someone else at 15 and just wait it out with burrow until week four or five where maybe you feel like he's got it he's got a little experience and now he's ready to go mm-hmm. but burrow if everything goes his way it's a very promising guy. Right, I thought nice. you would like that one. Thank you. I, I do. <laughs> I see here's the thing. I'm I'm sort of being like like Sean. I don't want to overemphasize the the Bengals because I'm I'm biased. But you know, you always hope for the good stuff. Being a Bengals fan, it's been really rough ever since Carson Palmer got hurt in that game with the Steelers. So cheap yeah. shot. It was. It was. They say it wasn't, but. Oh, it was. You know what? I'm, when you're, I'm no Bengal fan. That was a cheap shot. When you're on the ground next to somebody standing up and you reach up and grab their knee, you're doing that on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like you you dove at him and you fell and you both fell and his leg twisted. Okay, sure. That would happen. But you 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 reached up with your arm there and you you twisted his leg. But yeah, anyway. <clears throat> uh, so who's next on your list? 
Next on my list would probably be um, who do we have here? Would be Michael Pittman Jr. Again, now I know he's a rookie, but uh, you know he's he's going to be playing with Philip Rivers, and I think that's going to add a lot to the to the Colts. So uh, I don't know. I just I just feel I, like I don't he, know if that's a positive. I, feel I just like feel Rivers like if he's worries me. <laughs> Like his, like he gets tired, or he's not as accurate as he used to. No, be. just his accuracy, his arm strength to get it downfield to the receiver. Mm-hmm. I Philip Rivers has had an almost Hall of Fame, if not Hall of Fame, career. It's a, I think that's a good, um, good argument could be made either way with that. But okay. now he's old, and yes. some of the throws he has that unorthodox throwing motion. And when he does that motion and throws a bad pass, it looks really bad. Yeah, but like his Pittman's like his arms bothering him. Receiver. Yeah, yeah, it just looks. I I don't know. You know, when when you throw sidearm the way he does, and you throw eight yards behind the guy and it's picked off, you wonder if there's anything left in that arm. No, that's 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 a fair assessment. Uh, who's who's on who's next on your list? All right, here's the guy that I think everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. With Fournette gone, who's going to run the ball in Jacksonville? I don't even know if this is how you pronounce his name. That's how well I know him. Okay. <laughs> Reichwell Armstead. The ADP I had for him was 152, which basically means he's not being drafted. Now maybe he would be drafted. We're talking about sleepers. Well, if this guy is the every down back or the most of the time running back, the opportunities will be there. Granted, mm-hmm. it's Jacksonville with their offense. I don't think they're going to get a lot of touchdowns, but this is a guy who, if the opportunity, if you get enough chances, sooner or later, you're going to hit the end zone. Right. <clears throat> Next on my list, so I only really have three guys. I mean, I'm sure I can dig up more, but so again, now, yes, I'm a Bengals fan, and I've been, I have talked about him before. But if you have the opportunity, if you're sitting there, and I personally think he's going to be gone by round 10, 11 maybe. But if not, if you're sitting there and you're like, I need another receiver, and Tyler Boyd is sitting there, and I know this this for a lot of people this year, this isn't like a really deep sleeper, so it's more of just a reminder. But if Tyler Boyd is sitting there, you really, really should draft Tyler Boyd. He's playing in the slot. Joe Burrow's favorite target last year at LSU was a slot receiver. Joe Burrow's already been talking about his, uh, you know, his connection with Boyd and practice. I think Boyd is poised to have a breakout year, and you definitely should draft him if you get the chance. I think that's a good one. I, I saw his name today. I I looked it up, but I wanted to I wanted to dig deeper. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I'm going to go back to running back. Sure. There's a, there's two guys I want to mention. Don't love either one of them, but I want to mention these these might be guys that you don't draft, but you want to put a you want to put the binoculars on them. You want to watch these guys. They might be someone to pick up. Okay. So the first guy I have is Chase Edmonds. So okay. he's the backup running back behind Kenyon Drake in Arizona. Drake has had injury problems. I think he's, excuse me, questionable for week one as it is. Edmonds, when he filled in last year, he was solid, not spectacular, but solid. 
Mm. But on an offense that you, you think is going to score a lot, that that pushes him forward a little bit more maybe. Again, he's not a superstar. He's not going to win your league. But he might be a week two pickup that could see playing time on your team. So the other one I, I wanted to mention is who is the Kansas City backup running back? <laughs> There's Every, so... <laughs> everybody knows Clyde is the guy. He's the starter. But mm. that's you're, you're putting a lot of faith in a rookie who's never played to be the guy. So the backup that I found is DeAndre Washington. According to CBS, he's not being drafted. So this is a guy you want to keep your eye on. And maybe if you draft Hilaire, with your last pick in your draft, you want to throw one on this guy just in case. Because, again, like I said earlier, I go to the, the teams that you know the offense is going to be good. And Kansas City is probably going to have the best offense. So if you're drafting a running back, you might want to put the, the backup running back on your team, especially if the offense is good. What do you think? No, that's definitely true. And that could add, that's actually a good segue for another thing I thought about was backups who especially a running back it doesn't really matter so much a receiver because you know receiver has so much depth this year and you know there's clearly multiple receivers on teams it's more running back so what i do i know in most leagues you have two run two starting running backs at least one of those running backs i try very hard to draft their backup because let me tell you, if your starting running back gets hurt and you don't have their backup and the guy on your bench is someone else's backup, it's a, it's a bad situation. Very bad. <laughs> it, it's like the season that Bell held out the whole year. I picked up James Conner before week one, and that guy was great. What a, what a season for a guy <laughs> that you didn't even draft that you just pick up. So, yep. yes, absolutely. So who's... Now, it depends on the team, too, because some teams, uh, like we mentioned before, they have a running back by committee. So there's going to be there's going to always be two or three guys that have that are always playing. So if one of them gets hurt for that team, it's not a huge deal. But then you have teams like Dallas. Zeke is their running back, period. Now, this year, Zeke, Zeke had covid. Can Z, is Zeke at the point where he can take a full breath? I don't know. I God, I hope so. Forget I hope so. Football for a minute, God, I hope so. I hope so. You know, it was a but, long time ago. It might serve him it, well that he got it so long ago. That's true. But you know, I've watched interviews with people that got COVID in April, and they still can't take a full breath while talking. So yeah, that's that's, that's not good. That's that's not for, good. And for, again. If your job is in the NFL as a running back, you breathing is very important. <laughs> and you you need that. You do. You know what? Even even if you're not in the NFL, breathing <laughs> is important. It is. It is definitely important. <laughs> so what you're saying is Pollard is a guy that you would want to have. Now, yes. do you want to have him more if you draft Zeke? Or is it something you look at even if you don't have Zeke, you're thinking, I might want to get that guy? In that case, I... I think I would draft Polar just to have him on my bench, even if I didn't have Zeke. Okay. But that's me. But Another then, good one yep. is like the Vikings with Dalvin Cook. Exactly. Who has a hard time staying healthy. Mm -hmm. Is it 
is it Alexander Madison that's the backup, or did they draft Isn't a rookie? That, um, I would have to look that up really quick. There was. It's not that important. Madison is the primary backup. Right. I I wouldn't see a rookie jumping in and taking over for him, but uh, Madison's the guy. Yep. Madison's the backup. If you draft Dalvin Cook, you want to pick up Madison. Mm-hmm. And I think you could probably get him late in the draft, you know, 15 or 16. Although there might be another person in your draft that says, Dalvin Cook's never healthy. I want to draft the backup. The Vikings like to run the ball a lot. That's true. That is true. Another one, another good one, and this, and I know this is a rookie, but uh, Boston Scott on the Eagles. He is Miles Sanders' backup, and Miles Sanders, I think, is already broken. <laughs> Something Actually, about the Eagles, everyone, everybody's hurt. Why is it everyone on the Eagles seems like they're broken? So their offensive line is broken. Carson Wentz is hurt again. I think Miles Sanders is hurt again. Like, what? Like, is it their conditioning, or is Philadelphia just, were they just cursed after they won the Super Bowl? They, they've got to stop practicing in the parking lot and move inside <laughs> to the stadium. You know, growing up at grammar school, um, you know, we didn't have like a field for recess or anything. We lit- our recess was literally in a parking lot that was like really horribly paved, so half of it was like gravel. <laughs> so we got hurt a lot. Are the Eagles practicing in the same parking lot? <laughs> Quick side story. Mm-hmm. The source I I believe gave me a concussion about 25 years ago in the Foxborough really? parking lot before a Patriot game. Really? Keith and, and him and I were there and we're throwing the football around and mm-hmm. I jumped up to catch the ball and, and he like undercut me tackle. Wow. <laughs> not, not to tackle <laughs> me, but he just kind of, I don't know, bumped me or whatever. And I kind of landed on my upper back and head area. Wow. And I, I'm I mean, impressed you remember. Luckily I have a terrible memory and I've never been accused of being the smartest guy in the room. So no one's noticed. <laughs> I feel much better now. Oh, good, 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 good. I couldn't tell you who won the game. <laughs> I don't know who they played. <laughs> I assume at the time I did. You probably, you probably did. Now, here, here's a quick question: Would you, would you draft the Patriots backup running back? I wouldn't draft the Patriots starting running back because the way it. Belichick uses that offense, you know. Pick your guy. If you want to say Sony Michelle, you like him, you want to use him, that's great. But week four, he might get three touches, and they might just decide to use the backup, or it might be a James White short passing game. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm very hesitant to ever use any Patriots. That's fair. Also, too, like you know, I've read that Chris Carson has been having better better uh practices and that you know they they said he looks good but definitely you think about drafting his backup which right now i think is carlos hyde i think yeah it is it's carlos hyde so that's you know it's tough what are they doing in seattle the one play they should have ran they passed Mm -hmm. and it's like ever since that we've just got to run it nine out of ten plays don't let russell wilson throw the ball we're just going to run it every play Right. I don't I don't know. And you know the crazy thing about Russell Wilson, he's he's never really had a losing record and every year in fantasy he's in like the top 12 quarterbacks. He's very good. He is. I I think for a guy that's won the Super Bowl 
and been to two Super Bowls, I think he's underrated for how good he is. I just think they're the offensive scheme that they use there. It just doesn't highlight his talent. That's true. That is true because that, you know, again, going with the back to that Super Bowl you just mentioned, why, like, why didn't they just have him run into the end zone? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm certainly not complaining. Well, I know you're not, but I'm just saying <laughs> you think looking at it, they're on the five yard line or eight yard line. Why are they throwing? Well, they, they ran a play, a running play, the play before that. Dante Hightower made a great ankle tackle and took down uh, Marshawn Lynch on like the two yard line. Mm-hmm. And he, anyone who watches football is, is wondering why they, they just don't run it two more times and try and get in. I know as a Patriot fan watching that game, <laughs> it was nothing but, but dread. It's like, I can't believe they're going to lose this game. They're on the two yard line. There's no way they're going to stop them on a couple of running plays yep. here. Like either, Either Russell Wilson or Beast Mode's going to happen, and out of four plays, they're probably going to get in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, wow, we've already been talking for like almost 40 minutes. So here's another quick thing. Who is someone or people you're going to avoid? You're like, no, I do not want this guy. Get him away from me. No. All right, I'll, I'll go fast. All right, sure. One, one guy for me is Will Fuller with uh, the Texans. He's always hurt. He's not worth it. If he's there in the 15th round, don't take him. He's got <laughs> talent, but he's going to be hurt. Another guy that I would be very cautious about is Derrick Henry. He's looking to go like seven or eight in, in most drafts right around that range. You know what? I mean, he's not involved in the passing game. He's only involved in the running game. He got on a roll last year. I don't know if he could continue – the height that he was at last year, especially when, you know, Tannehill's a quarterback. He was overachieving big time last year. I don't think he can do it again this year. So that means maybe more guys in the box trying to, to stop the running game. I would just be hesitant with Henry. I would take him, but I would take him maybe in the third round and he won't be there in the third round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the last guy I'll mention, and then I'll, I'll throw it to you. And here's a guy that I know you're going to be with me on. Here's someone just like the Mike Evans thing from the other day. <laughs> Tell me about a guy you've had who drove you crazy, who you swore to God you'd never have again, and you would be talking about Odell Beckham. If you had this guy in the Cleveland years like I did for a season, I will never have him again. <laughs> His He's he's looking to go in like the fourth round, the fifth round, right around there. If he's there in the fifteenth round, I'm passing right by him. I'll take a backup kicker. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's how strongly I feel about that guy. So you give me someone who's on your list of a, a guy that you're going to avoid. A guy that I'm going to avoid, I uh, for me, and I, we may have mentioned this before, would be uh, Rob Gronkowski, like. Yeah, he's he's back of Brady. He's in Tampa. He's a new team. You know, it's time to restart his career. But for me, I I just think he's too he's too broken to like give you a full sixteen games. Like, sure, there's gonna be four games are gonna be phenomenal, and then there's gonna be twelve games where he's I don't even know if he's gonna play. You know, 
And now, how me, much of this? How much of this is your patriot hatred? The, the no, stink no, of New England no, that's he's, still on him. No, no, there's none on him. I know he's a talented tight end, and he was a uh, the anytime champion in in the WWE. But <laughs> I just, I just think his body is too broken to play a full season right now or again. So I don't know if I would, especially with tight end. Like, are you do you are you gonna fill up a spot with with him on your roster as a tight end? And he's probably gonna be your backup. Then you don't know you don't know what week is you know is gonna be his good week. Do you think that's the first line of his obituary? <laughs> Former <laughs> WWE anytime champion. You know what? Rob Gronkowski passed I, away today. I seriously think that he would uh, he would actually put that on. <laughs> Um, another guy actually was on my list was Fuller, just like you. I just think he's he's had wow, too many. That's pretty good. He's had too many injuries. Just can't again can't trust it. And another guy for me, uh, going back to the Titans, is someone who I have drafted multiple times in multiple leagues, more than once, and I've always been disappointed with his fantasy output. Is Corey Davis? Like I will no longer ever draft Corey Davis. Uh, maybe if he switches teams, I may consider it. But while he's on the Titans, you know they use him as a blocking receiver. I just can't. Um, I can't. I can't draft him anymore. It, it's can't. funny how fantasy football does that to you. You draft someone, and they're so bad that you get such a bad taste in your mouth that it's like, yeah, I I just don't want to have anything to do with nope. this guy. Done. I just cannot. I can't do it cannot do it and wow man we've been talking for like 45 minutes already can you believe it that went by fast it did it did it did it did and with that we are actually out of time folks so cinch thank you for being here and what is your final thought of the week sir okay here's my final thought a lot of people are going to be drafting their team beware of the name brand player like i mentioned before big ben maybe guys in your league say Ah, he's old. I had him. I don't want to have him anymore. You might be able to pick him up later. Beware of guys like Larry Fitzgerald, who is still a good, solid receiver, but because everyone just thinks he's so old. He's been around forever. He's not that good. You could probably pick him up round 15 or 16. So for, for the plus and the negative side, just keep in mind what you're drafting. Beware of the name brand, the guy you know, that's it. That's my thought. That was good. I'm out of thoughts. <laughs> so we are officially in draft season. The, C- the NFL season is set to start very soon. Uh, today's the second. When's the, it's the ninth, right? No, tenth. The tenth is the first game, yes. Yes. So it is time to draft, folks. And you know what? Either Whether this is your 20th year, it's your first year, couple years, whatever, I'm just going to say, you know what, take, even if it's the day of your draft, you know, listen to this podcast, first of all. But anyway, but other than that, um, take like an hour and just look at, look at some fantasy sites, you know, find out who's playing where, look at injuries. Um, I bring this up every year. You really, really have to look at injuries on teams, like, example, the Eagles. Uh you have to especially look at when offensive line players get hurt. 
because that is drastically going to affect the rest of the offense. Those guys, those guys are the reason for the most part, they're the reason why the quarterback and the running back and the receivers, you know, get hundreds of yards every week. Because let me tell you, as a Bengals fan, I know this for a fact. If your offensive line is bad, the running back and the quarterback and the receivers can't really do much. So pay attention to that. Uh, And remember, uh, you can find us at fignutsdfs.com. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, This podcast is on Apple Podcasts. It's on Stitcher, Player FM, Google Podcasts. A bunch of other stuff. I think uh, I think we're on, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Spotify. Thank you. Spotify. Thank you to myself for remembering that. We're on Spotify, too, if you listen to that. And uh, you know what? Leave us a review on iTunes. We appreciate it. And at least if you do write something in your, your review, make it uh, constructive. And with be that, specific. Be, be specific. specific. Exactly. Tell me what you like most about me. Exactly. Or what you don't like. Or what you don't about like about Sean. Because <laughs> there's probably a lot, and we understand. It's okay. We love you, Sean. You're not going to listen to this. But keep it brief. Keep it brief. Don't, right. don't leave too much. Right. But even if you make bullet points, that's fine, too. That'll work. <laughs> so with that, I'm Craig. I am Cinch. And this has been another episode of the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. <laughs>